um, we were still involved in the Catholic community. Um, back then, uh, we, we were very involved in the Catholic charismatic uh, community. Um, there's a thriving South American community in, in Victoria. It's a very big, very big community. Um, and one of the things that uh, we we got involved with was with the youth. Um, and that's where I met my future wife, Elizabeth. Now, I used to, uh, you know, just worship at, at, at the uh, youth meetings and help out with the music. Um, little, did I know, little did I know that she was part of that as well. So we, that's how we met. And um, it just seemed to, uh, I must have just played the right tune at times, I guess, you know, because um, she was very, uh, she was very, and I don't want to talk too much about this, but, you know, she was very open to worship and um, we just we just kind of connected in the, in the worship in a, in a very special way. Um, and so I just got to know her over time and, um, you know, I think God confirmed a lot of those things along the way and we got married. But a lot of things happened before we got married. And one of those things was I met her father, and um, which is obviously my my father-in-law now. But back then he was my father outlaw, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know uh, he was the only um, he was the only guy in the whole family who was a converted Christian, apart from everybody else was still a Catholic. So uh, for us it was a little bit of a okay, that's different, but you know that's that's fine with us. But for him. It was like, no, um, we we need to talk about things and uh, you know and get you on the right track. Um, well, as far as I was aware, I thought I was on the right track, and um, you know, for me, there's still nothing wrong being a Catholic, except that the truth about how we see things and how we go about from day to day, we we kind of you know just let them flow, and and we don't take too much interest in in the things of religion. Um, so he was the one who basically um, said, well, you need to get your life right with the Lord and become a born-again Christian. And so we had this argument on for months and months until there was a time where you know, I just said, look, if you stop bothering me, I will go to your meetings and uh, you know, we'll get on with things there and um, you know, just, you'll just leave me alone and yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, lo and behold, I uh, rock up to the meetings and uh, and the one after that and the one after that. And I think after, by about the fourth Sunday, um, I, I realised that there was more than just religion behind uh, knowing God. It was a relationship with Christ that I was missing. And that relationship is really what spawned a further desire for Elizabeth and, Elizabeth and I to come and serve him in, in what we do. In 99... Uh, July 99, we, we became born-again Christians. Now, that is a culture shock for our family. And uh, uh, family didn't take to it very well. And um, there was some heated debates. Uh, so then I started quoting scripture. And they didn't like that too much either. But um, we, over time, um, uh, got together and talked about things again. And they eventually accepted that. It's interesting with the um, the Alpha course uh, that's uh, offered all around Australia. The biggest percentage of converts, people coming to Christ in the Alpha course, is people that were raised in a Catholic church. And the truth is, there are many people that were raised in Catholic church that just don't mm. go anymore. They don't believe in God. 
but they have some kind of foundation in there and they're searching. Yeah. Um, do you come across many other people that are converted from Catholicism to Christianity? Oh, certainly. It's, it's almost like saying you find any other people that have converted from Windows to Mac. Mm. You know, once you're a Mac guy, you don't want to go back. But um, it's – look, I, in all fairness, I have met the best Catholic people out there uh, that are more Christian than the Christians that I know, and likewise with Christians as well. Um, so at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter whether you're a Catholic, a Christian, a Protestant. It doesn't really matter. What really matters is that whatever it was – you woke up and you now have a relationship with Christ. And that is what's going to get you through life and that's going to fulfill your purpose in life. So how did you get involved with TBN? You know, when we were serving in the church, um, we, we we always thirst for more. You know, um, we we continuously search and look for, uh, uh, for, 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 for tangible food uh, not that we weren't getting anywhere we were going, but it wasn't enough. And um, we were just so in love with the Lord, as we are now, um, that we just wanted to learn more. And one of the things that I thought um, was a little bit of a distraction for us is the formality of things. That, you know, you go to, you go to church and you, you got your worship and then, you know, at this particular time, then worship stops and then preaching starts and then preaching stops and then announcements so it was just a formality of it. There was really no um, no free flow of the spirit in such a way where you experience in South America. In South America, church services can go up to four hours um, just because there's just such a tangible presence of God there that people don't care about anything else apart from experiencing his grace and his touch. And, and it really transforms you, and it grows the church at the same time. Now, formality is obviously, you know, um, got to be in there somewhere. Uh, but for us, having that culture in our background, we we thirsted it for more, and uh, and said, well, where else can we learn? Where else can we turn to? And so I heard at one point that um, Christian television was available, and I thought, well, that's interesting. Um, I better look into that. So we did, and. Um, a little short time later, we got it connected at home through a satellite dish. Um, but coming back to your question, how do I get involved with TBN? It was around about that time when we partnered with them um, that it all came about due to a declined credit card. I had my own business in Melbourne. I was in marketing, IT, and design. And, uh, you know, God was blessing the business and uh, clients were coming as a small business grows, cash flow becomes sometimes a bit of an issue because you're reinvesting that money into into other things and other work. I get a call from the Wellington office and they said, look, um, your, your credit card's declined and just bring in to let you know. And I said, well, thanks for letting us know. Here's another credit card. So I had, you know, I had about four or five credit cards and I just apologized about the fact that, you know, small business, rah, rah, rah. And uh, they said, oh, look, no, no, no need for that. Don't worry about it. And I, I kind of felt um, it was my obligation to to sow the seed anyhow. Why? Because God said, you know, you need to sow. You need to sow in order to reap a harvest. We can't reap a harvest if we don't sow. Um, we we got to do our part. And I said, look, um, I'm going to give you our seed with this other credit card, which is my wife's credit card. And um, and we sowed and. And they said, look, uh, 
you know, what is it that you guys do? You mentioned you, you know, you got a small business and, and such. So we explained to them what we do, and um, a little short time later, they said, "Well, um, we might we might call you back in, in the event that we might need a website or something like that." And sure enough, I did three days later. Um, and this is where it all turned around for us. Um, God had a plan that even though we didn't have the funds, even though we didn't know where we we're going to serve in this ministry, He used that event to turn things around. And uh, when they contacted us, they said, well, you know, we, we're we in need of a website and, and your service and we would like to um, get this underway and can you please give us a quotation? Um, and for us, just wanting to serve was enough just to build on the website. You know, we weren't interested in, in the money side of it whatsoever. So this was on a Friday and I got home and I, and I said to Elizabeth um, what had happened and she said, oh, that's interesting. So what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm going to quote it. That's what they asked for. And she said, why don't you just build them the website? You know, like, it only takes two hours. Like, no, it doesn't take two hours. It can take quite a while. And she says, well, you're doing it for God, aren't you? You know, you got to do your best for God. And so um, God's voice started really coming through Elizabeth. And I hate it when that happens, you know, because you've got to be obedient. you got to submit. It was good in a way. And, uh, you know, I started doing the website and, um, you know, she would come past, you know, she's cleaning up and then just sort of pop her head over my shoulder and she says, oh, change that around, make that bigger, do this, do that. And she became one of those critical clients that I usually deal with that are critical about everything Um, and uh, tested my faith along the way, but um, I could actually see it taken form as as she actually came and, and gave her input. Um, after the whole weekend was over, the website was eventually finished and, well, she was happy anyhow. And um, I sent um, TB in the link and on Monday morning I get a call from their office saying, we received what you sent us and everything that we wished for and prayed for is within that website. We weren't expecting for you to build a website, but everything that we prayed for to a T, you have presented. And that was a God thing. You know, that, that for me was a God thing. For me at that point, it was like, well, thank you, God. It was an opportunity to serve, and um, there you go. You know, it was, it was all well and good. And so they said, but now we want to come meet you. Uh, and I said, oh, oh what, what now? The next thing I know is, sure. We arranged for them to come over. They stayed over um, for two to three days. And um, they got to know us and the family and the kids and proposed for me to go over to the New Zealand office and help them out with other IT infrastructure that uh, they had, um, you know, projects and other things that they had planned for. And I thought, well, okay, they could potentially be a client, if you like, and, uh, you know, nothing more greater and satisfying than actually serving God and while you're doing it. I flew over. A week turned out to be, I think, almost two and a half weeks. So, that yeah, they purchased a one-way ticket. <laughs> uh, two and a half weeks later, basically throughout that time, I had um, obviously, you know, due to the increase of work uh, in my business, I had a lot of 
thoughts as to how it was all going to happen and who was going to take care of things. Uh, God really started talking to me in in a way that, in a direction that I needed to head. And uh, a lot of things that I felt he was saying is that you have been working extremely hard building up your business or your empire. Um, how about you start working now building up God's kingdom? And uh, I didn't know what that meant much. Um, you know, I just put it on the shelf and I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. Um, but whilst I was there in New Zealand, um, I got a, uh, a job proposal. And that was basically to uh, not only become director of TBN uh, back then uh, in New Zealand, but also to uh, go to Australia and open up an office. So things from a visit turned around completely to a mission. And um, I accepted. I accepted. I, I felt God's peace about that. I didn't know how it was going to happen. And I said, well, this is from you, Lord. You're going to basically uh, show the way how to do that. About the time that I accepted it, I got a call from Elizabeth right there at that meeting. And uh, and she said, um, I don't know what it is that you've done, but just calling you to let you know that all the debts that were owed to us, the clients have paid. So I really felt God strong in our hearts that uh, this was you know, what we were born to do. So for those who don't know about TBN, it's got so many good programs on it. I actually have... Uh, you know the uh, the satellite dish on my house and watch it regularly. You know so many good programs like Kirk Cameron with Way of the Master. Uh, you got uh, Charles Stanley. So many great preachers and teachers on there. And if people want to get it, really all they're going to do is get a little uh, installation box. Tell us how how people can get their hands on TBN. Basically, if you call our number one eight hundred one double eight two double nine, and that will put you through to our nationwide installer, and then he will just take care of it for you. Mm. A uh, little satellite box, satellite dish. It's a once-off payment, um, anywhere from 400 to 450 But you don't pay for subscription fees or monthly fees. Uh, the reception is completely free. And, um, you know, we keep you in touch with newsletters and notices and local events, which we do around the country. We're also putting local content onto the network. So there's a lot of things happening that uh, and good reasons why you should connect. And there's a whole bunch of other Christian channels that are available on the satellite as well. Absolutely. We, we put all the networks. We don't, um, we don't want to be exclusive in, in any way. So we just want to bless people and make sure that they got the same blessing that we receive. Mm, fantastic. Well, Alex, thank you so much for sharing your testimony with us today. I reckon you're History Maker. God bless. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best History Makers interviews now at historymakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help History Makers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor, historymakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McArdle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brax, winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.